pay-per-view live on blog talk radio let me bring on the one and only that I'm popular. She is Bub's Revelator. Good evening, Bub's. Welcome to Tropical Aggression. Good evening, Bub's. And, and, and uh, a big match for you tonight. I'm looking very much forward to it. Uh, but we'll get to that in just a second. We've got a lot to talk about. I'm going to give you I'm all the property. I can't find her. Well, she might be making sure her, her bikini is on very, very tight so that it doesn't come off during, during your match. Just saying. But at any who, give you everyone a quick rundown of the card, and we do already have one result, and I'll get to that in just a second. Mordred Nightwalker to defend the World Heavyweight Championship against Griffith the Immortal. Apex collides tonight in Tijuana, ladies and gentlemen. Could be one of the greatest matches in REWF history, at least it has the potential to be, when these two square off for the coveted World Heavyweight Championship. Griffith will also defend the Platinum Dragon Championship against Davila and the Men's Championship against Paragon of Greatness. National Championship Paragon of Greatness will defend that against John the Revelator. Uh, Mighty Vuvuzela will defend the Estrogen Championship against Davila. So Davila, Paragon, Griffith, Mordren, those four hot headlining, uh, headlining the card. Uh, Fubar City Championship Wild-Eyed Yeti defending against Black Widow Ecstasy, her first shot at Fubar, at R.A.W.F. Gold. Can she unseat the naked one? Uh, Midnight Hobo Championship Mithras the Title Machine. He's a man who will not let go of that title for anything against anybody. He's defended that sucker successfully against the likes of Johnny Platinum and Mordron in recent weeks. Tonight, he's got a red-hot killer Neptune challenging him for that Midnight Hobo Championship. Something's got to give, either Mithras' streak of title defenses or killer Neptune's winning streak. We will find out which tonight. 
Uh, Triple Crown Championship Money Sue will defend against Wild-Eyed Yeti and John Taylor. Multimedia Championship Godric Mandevil to defend against The Beardy. Powerball Championship Johnny Platinum to defend against Uncle Frank. Tag Team Championship Apex to defend against the Opaque Brotherhood. Champion's Choice, I am defending that against Uber Vegan TPO in a Fubar City Beach Brawl. Handicap match, L Vacant and Terrell the Truth Johnson taking on Judgment, two-on-one. Schoolyard from Hell match, John the Revelator taking on Psychotic Orphan Joey Leroy. And in a Jello Bikini match, Bubs and Bubs will be taking on Raven the Enchanted in a match just made this last night. Also, Wrestling Mama taking on Shifty the Drunken Dragon Clown. Mama kick his fucking ass. Ugh. Sorry. Mm, did I did I did I, did I get off? T- I I apologize. Alec Remington taking on Realm. Luigi Mario taking on Peanut. Uh, Bruce the Shark taking on Michael Brewer. Judgment will be taking on Knox Boogie. N- two newcomers to the top twenty-five. One of them will, will get a huge boost from this match. The other one may get kicked out of the top twenty-five. Nikki the Icon Hayes and Paul the Hammer. Those two vying for. Keeping their spot in the top 25. Fred Starr to take on newcomer Bone Dog of the DRC. Uh, DL, what is it? D, what? Yes, DRC. Aggie DRC, the Immortal Clown. Death Row Crew. Aggie the Immortal Clown taking on Simply the Best. Sabeliophis taking on Sophia Nightwalker. Hardcore Assassin taking on Terrell the Truth Johnson. Uh, these are all rankings matches I'm reading off. And we got a whole slew of matches. The full card, of course. In the scene in R.A.W.F. Tropical Aggression. Ah, so with that being said, we do have one result already from Tropical Ra- Tropical Aggression, ladies and gentlemen. And wow, this was a shocker. Mordrin Nightwalker, no longer White Lightning champion, as he goes down in defeat to the Beardy in the Electrified Steel Cage. Hmm, that had to hurt. Not is is that the start Mordrin was looking for? Is will that be will that be a how will that affect his world title match if at all against Griffith? We will find out. Maybe we'll get a call in from the one and only Mordrin Nightwalker tonight. But the Beardy, congratulations to him. He is the new White Lightning champion. The Beardy now with two RAWF titles. He is now the Ultimate Gauntlet champion. And White Lightning Champion. So congratulations to Beardy. All right. With that being said, I was I, I need to talk to. Uh, well, first of all, Bubs, let's talk about your Jello bikini match against the Raven. I, 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 now that it's been 24 hours since I, I kind of I, I kind of made this match, how are you feeling going against this? Because this is this is kind of important, even though it's in Jello and you're in bikinis. This is still serious stuff, right? What uh, the hell were you thinking? I mean, first, you know, first you put me in a Jello bikini match, and then it's green Jello. Do you know what green Jello does to red hair? No. <laughs> What does green jello do to red hair? Turns it green. Oh. So, back, this is not the first time you've had green hair. Or, actually. And, and speaking of green hair, I, I, I saw him in the chat earlier. Is he still out there? 
I do believe your yeah, ex-husband yeah, yeah, he's Icon is out there. Good evening, Icon. Speaking of green hair, and maybe Hello, maybe that's why he's down here visiting us in Mexico. Uh, made the trip that's over okay. for some you reason. Got, uh, you know, I I noticed you ran out a few minutes ago, and I don't know if you noticed, but there's a big glob of green jello because. Well, I was kind of already, I, I was out there, and you didn't know it, and I had, like, a handful of Jello, and I it's, like, all in the back of your hair right now. <laughs> I got to go screen a call. <laughs> you better do that. <sighs> With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be a huge evening in R.A.W.F. history. The two greatest Superstars, the argument can be certainly be made, and probably is being made, that Griffith and Morgan, the two best superstars in REWF history, colliding tonight for the World Heavyweight Championship. Not the first time either. Um, the only time Morgan and Griffith pointed this out last night on After Hours. The only time Morgan has ever lost that world title, it was to the Immortal Griffith. Any other time, uh, Morgan's either had to give it up for whatever reason, or you know. Had held on to it from he, no one has beaten him for that title except for Griffith. However, tropical aggression always been very good to him historically. Um, although he's off to a rough start tonight. With that being said, I believe he is standing outside, ready to come in. He is the one and only. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he is your World Heavyweight Champion. He is the East Coast bastard, Mordred Nightwalker. What the fuck is up, Tijuana? <laughs> Mordred, it is a huge evening for you, as as it always is when there's an REWF pay-per-view. However, not off to a great start. You are no longer White Lightning Champion, as to the, losing to the hands of the Beardy in the electrified steel cage. Your Your thoughts on that? All my thoughts on losing it? It fucking sucks. <laughs> okay, well, uh, that, that's the short answer for sure. Uh, I mean, what would you expect me to come here and say, oh, I'm disappointed? No, it fucking sucks. <laughs> is, it, is it a bad omen? Does it, it, does it, nah. does it, or does, is, it, is it sparking you to do, sparking you to do better in the other two matches you have this evening? Oh, it is what it is. I mean, very simple. The electrified steel cage is its own environment to itself. It is a very difficult environment to succeed in. I've said from day one, I consider myself very blessed to have the opportunity to carry that title as for the time I've had it. Uh, Hopefully, Beardy takes the same initiative upon himself to do the same thing I've done with it. Time will tell that. 
If not, he can trust and believe I will be knocking on his door with a hammer. And it may not be in a cage. Keep that in mind. <laughs> but each of the other matches have their own dynamic to prepare for and get ready for. I mean, Griffith and myself in an endurance match. First time ever for the World Heavyweight Championship. Ironically, first time we're, at, we're actually in international pay-per-view. Funny how that works, huh? Interesting. Yeah, very true. Very true. Now, Griffith made the comment last night on After Hours that, you know, there really isn't much for him. He's not going to change anything up. There's not going to be any surprises. It's just going to be who makes the least the most amount of mistakes because the two of you know each other so well that even surprises uh, will be, you know, there really is no surprise because if he was going to do something different, he would have worked it out with you beforehand for a big match. So, Way he way he sees it, it's just the two of you going toe to toe, and whoever makes the least amount amount of mistakes will win. Your thoughts? Under normal cases, I'd agree with him, but this is pay per view. This is probably one of the biggest matches you said yourself in company history. And as much as I respect my partner, we've been on the road for the last several years. My career runs a lot longer. There's a lot of things that I've had in the bag of tricks over the years that you may not see in RAWF rings nowadays. So you never know what just might show up on pay-per-view. Interesting. Interesting. Now, I, w- I was ex- I was not expecting you to to to, to defer with him, but uh, to differ with him. With that being said, I started my career as a cruiserweight. <laughs> Maybe something from my cruiserweight arsenal. Interesting. Interesting. Con- interesting idea. Uh, with that being said, Mordren. he is, we we have to point out you you have been world champion how many times? This is my fourth reign. Your fourth reign. Two of those three, one of those three reigns, you actually had to give up the belt. You vacated it due to personal issues. But the other two times, one, the same person dethroned you both times, and that was the immortal Griffith. Very true, and uh, I did listen to his interview last night. Uh, I listened to it on the uh, trip, trip in here today. And he did bring up the – you brought up the counterpoint to that, actually. He may be the only person that's ever beaten me for the world title, but we're on an event that he's never won at, and I've never lost. Very true. So, I mean, both sides – both sides – those. Each of you have something going for you as far as history goes. Uh, So, Morgan, what are you expecting from this match tonight? What do you expect is going to happen? I expect there's going to be a war. I expect we're going to steal the show. I expect we probably sold out half this fucking arena as soon as the match was announced to it was the main eventing. (laughs) And then I expect at the end of the night, I walk out still the world heavyweight champion, as I have done in every tropical aggression. 
Now, I don't know, I can't re- recall if either of the two times you faced Griffith on pay-per-view, if that, uh, on the same card you also teamed up in a tag team t- championship match, whether it would have been a defense or a challenge, whichever one. But does that, the fact you have to tag with him every time. So this is not, so this is not a new scenario in any way, shape or form. No, the first time we won our first world tag titles, the same night that he won his second world title from me. Fair enough. Does, does that give, I mean, does does that play into this at all? The fact that you have to team with him to defend the titles before the two of you go to war. Do Kill and Neptune, do Kill and Neptune and Uncle Frank stand any kind of chance because the two of you are too much thinking about your world championship match? Not a single bit. Uh, as we both mentioned before, this match is personal. One team stopped history, and yeah, we got them back. We beat the hell out of them. We we busted them open all over for about two months. But don't think we forgot. And don't think just because we got our belts back that we've forgiven. This is true. This is true. Those two, te- those two are the only two teams to ever actually pin you for the ti- for the titles. Um, that the killing Neptune and Uncle Frank, the only team to dethrone you of the tag team championships uh, since the last time, since 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 you two started teaming and won the first time. I mean, it, it's a lot of it's a lot of deja vu tonight in in, in Tijuana. Uh, <laughs> it, it, just a, a, a lot of deja vu. And know Griff, you know, of course, for a first also, time show, we got a lot of shit coming back that's highlighted the entire damn history of the company. I know, right? It is something. Um, it is incredible. First night in Mexico, but a lot of deja vu going on here. Um, First of all, I got I asked, deja vu for that green-haired man out there in the damn chat. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching. Hi, oh, boy. I tell you. Um, and anywho, let's talk about Sophia for a moment. Your daughter, of course, been kicking some ass here for a couple months here in R.A.W.F. She's got a big match against Sibeli Olfis. It could very well propel her to a title shot here in a couple of weeks if she if she wins. What do you expect out of Sophia tonight? Oh, I expect it's going to be a really good match. The two of them have actually faced each other quite a bit. So th- this will be very good to see going to be a huge test for a good chance for her to avenge the loss she suffered in the uh, bitch of the month tournament it was the belly that knocked her out so good chance to avenge that loss even look at climbing up higher than the title that she could have had a shot at now Sophia came out of the blocks really hot obviously I mean she was on fire when she first started she cooled off a little bit um, but she's starting to get get warmed up again. Is she starting to get get her sea legs under her here in RAWF? Is she getting more comfortable as as time goes on? I believe that is a lot of it. I mean, she is out there in the chat. Hi, baby girl. So, Hi, Sophia. I mean, in my opinion, as you know, aside from being her father, as a veteran who's watched a lot of coming and going in this industry, I think that was a lot of it. A lot of it. She came in red hot. 
and very few people, myself included, have ever maintained that pace for an extended period. There's always a downslope. And then you climb back up and plateau where you're going to be. So I think that's where she's actually climbing back up now, and we'll see where that plateau is. In my opinion, and the sky's the limit for it. And certainly doesn't help that she's a member of a pretty a pretty prominent group here in R.A.W.F., that being Kindred, along with yourself, myself, uh, Griffith, Brubbs, all, all kinds of top superstars uh, that she can learn from. Is there a certain person in Kindred other than you that she's been watching to see maybe to help improve her game? Well, um, baby girl, I know you're out there in the chat. You want to answer that for him? Okay, we'll we'll get that. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, she, she's saying hello back to everybody. So we'll, yeah, she's got to she say hi. That question herself. And sign a couple autographs because she is getting quite popular. Uh, well, of course, to say the <laughs> to say the least. Uh, and of course, this will be her second pay per view in our Just just think about it. I mean, look at that post that poster that we did for the fans. She has been signing posters all day, and and you notice I had wardrobe put her in something. More appropriate for Mordred's daughter, right? You're not going to kill me for, for being in shorts and that little top? Not yet. I didn't put her in, I didn't have her put in a bikini. Yeah, then I'd have shot you. I know. And she said, uh, <laughs> she has a sore wrist from all the autographs and that uh, she's been working with Johnny Platinum on that. Johnny so Platinum. Those two seem to seem to be getting a little close. So, it, it, any comment on that, or do or should I should I move on really quick before you decide to shoot? Let's move on. Let's move on. Okay, that's what I figured. But you know, oh my goodness. That being said, Mordrin, good luck to you tonight against Griffith. Good luck to you and Griffith against the Opaque Brotherhood. We will find out what happens. Who will be World Heavyweight Champion? That's co- that match uh, could hey, take hey. a while to complete since it's 300 health, and the two of you, the two of you, do not go fast when it comes to. <laughs> so I have a feeling, I have a feeling this time next week we still won't know who won. I just have, I have that feeling. Uh, I said, you, you never know. Uh, I love you too, baby girl. <laughs> and. Uh, you never know. You you just you may not have a winner yet, but you might have a couple of highlights to talk about. This is pay per view. Are you squeaking at me, Bobs? No, I I had to bring Brownie to his homeland. Okay, I brought Brownie the Attachable with me, and he's over here. He's playing with his squeaky toy. All right. I said this is pay per view, as you know from history. We may take the first half of the first half of the match time just to get to the ring. <laughs> this is true. I mean, you know what we do. <laughs> this is the point All where right. we put the show. Well, Morgan, hang around. I'm sure we'll we'll have more dis- more topics to discuss later in the show. But I need to bring on someone else. Uh, and talk to him about a certain situation. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the one and only.
gentlemen, Wrestling Mama now joining us at Tropical Aggression. Good evening, Mama. Good evening. Mama, of course, you were privy to what happened last night on After Hours toward the tail end of the show when uh, Shifty and I kind of had a little um, incident, if you will. Um, yes. Now, I, I kind of had earlier. I, I, I kind of blurted out that I wanted you to kick his ass, but uh, the truth is, after I, I, after what happened last night, I've been thinking a lot, to be honest, and I wonder if maybe I didn't go a little too far. Um, so. With that being said, Mama, after after what happened last night, does your what is your mindset going into this match, knowing that Shifty might have to direct his anger elsewhere? Well, the uh, last time that we did face up, uh, apparently something I said to him diverted his anger to me, and I handled it, and he he did win the match, but he barely won the match. So, I've been training. Ever since last week when you told me that that's who I was going to be facing this week, I've been training a little extra harder, and I'm ready for him. Now, you have to admit there, toward the tail end of the show, while while he was, you know, something happened. He snapped. Um, Yeah. But what kind of shifty are you expecting after what happened last night? Well, I'm hoping to expect this, the shifty that's going to come in the, to that ring and actually fight. Because, like, before he snapped it, he was like, yeah, I'll show up there. Yeah. It was like, you know, I don't want to get into the ring with somebody who isn't even going to try. So I'm really hoping that it's the shifty that's angry and wants to try and prove that he can win. What's on the line for you in this match, Mama? Getting redemption for the last match that we had. I mean, he called me a bitch and everything in the match. And so, yeah, I need to redeem myself from that. Well, you've known Shifty a long time, as as long as I have, probably maybe even longer, because uh, you're both CSW originals. So you both went, went into that yeah. company pretty early and knew each other long before I came along. Oh. Yeah. Tell me if I'm wrong, but since Xanther passed three years ago, has he not been the, not the same Shifty that we've all known and loved? No, he has not. He's not been um, the same. Man? Yeah, Morton. It's been longer than three years. Mm. We just had the fourth Xanther tournament. Uh-huh. Yeah, but the first one was uh-huh. not long after he passed. But we just had the fourth tournament, so it's been longer than well, three years. If we just had the fourth tournament, well, however long it's been, it might be. Maybe you're right. Maybe it's been four years. I could have been wrong. I could be wrong. I'll have to go back and look. But I mean, has he? I mean, Morgan, you you've been around too. Am I wrong? Shifty has not been the same person since he passed. I actually think it's a bit more of what you were saying. So I said I did catch the show. I caught the replay earlier. I think it's been a bit more of a frustration of career direction rather than him passing. Because him and I have done quite a few matches since then. And up until just recently, they've all been like right down to the wire, you know, trading shots and, you know, one of us landing that last big shot to finish it. 
and that was even after he passed. So I think it is more of a frustration now from, you know, he figured he should be farther. Like he said last night, he should be farther than where he is. I think it's just frustration on that. I think you both hit that part right on the head. Well, well, enough about Shifty for the evening, but yeah, I, 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 I hopefully I get a chance next week on After Hours to uh, maybe we could we can try try that conversation again, and maybe we won't have so many other voices in his ear because there were a lot of people kind of talking talking at him last night. Maybe if it's just me and him, we can work this out and figure out what's going on. So, uh, you know. It is what it is. We'll t- I've known him for a long time, so hopefully he and I can work this out next week uh, on After Hours. With that being said, Mama, good luck to you against Shifty. Um, and Thank you. Have fun with that. All yeah. right. <laughs> that being said, moving right along, ladies and gentlemen, there's a man who also has a couple big matches tonight. And uh, one of them, one of them, he's looking very much forward to. He's probably looking forward to both of them, but one in particular, I'm pretty sure he's uh, going to have fun with. He is the one and only. Proud to be a redneck piece of white trash. I like to dip, and I like to spit. I like talking on the phone while I'm taking a shit. I'm proud to be a redneck piece of white trash. If you don't like that, fucker, oh, motherfucker, you can kiss my ass. Hear his voice on the radio. 
So it's kind of a must-win situation because we really don't want to hear Joey Leroy come on here and be able to brag about defeating you at the pay-per-view. Am I right? That's right. Ain't no way he's going to beat me, though. But he, 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 he did say if any other kindred showed up that he had people. I didn't know he had people. I have no idea who these people would be. I don't know who these people would be. I mean... Miss Piggy, Kermit, <laughs> Big Bird. Big Bird. I see Big Bird coming down that ring. I'm running like a motherfucker though. No. I ain't hanging around for that. I had too much Jack and, and shit. Uh-uh. <laughs> you start seeing Big Bird, you know you drink too much. But uh, yeah. National Championship challenging Paragon of Greatness. I'm taking. I, I'm. I'm assuming you're going to take this one a little bit more seriously than the Joey Leroy match. Yeah, this is my main match. This is where I'm putting all my concentration on. Uh, I want that national title back around my waist, and I'm going against somebody who took it from me. Well, hell no, he didn't take it from me. I fought him before, and he barely escaped the ring then. But he's a badass wrestler, you know. He's got bad skills. I mean, I'll give him all the credit. You know, if I lose, yeah, I'll be sad. I'll go drink some more. But I'll hold my head up high because, I mean, he's a great competitor. All right, John. Well, I wish you good luck in both matches. One, I don't think you're going to need too much luck against a Joey, but certainly you will against Paragon. Well, you you need it against Paragon because he has actually yeah. been, dis, despite the fact that this, despite the, despite the law the record and pay per view, Paragon's been actually extremely tough here in RAWF over the past year. Uh, hey, so. Real quick, before you hop off here, uh, I need you to do me a favor tonight. Okay. I know you got a lot to get out of your system with Kermit. Just make sure that someone at the best, worst case scenario, that someone can at least wheel him down and push him in that cage next week. No doubt. All right. I might even jog a little bit after for you. That that's what I need. That's as long as he can get cleared to step in the cage with me next week. I'll leave a little piece of him breathing there, so you got it, brother. Awesome, thank you, brother. That's right. Next week on Superstars, Mordred Nightwalker taking on Joy Leroy in an, electri- in a, an electrified steel cage match. Uh, and does that match? The fact that tonight at Tropical Aggression you actually lost in that steel cage, does that have any bearing on this match next week, Morden? Oh, I, I didn't know we were adding the juice to it. I'm fine with that either way, but uh, no, it has no bearing. I'm going to go in, and I'm going to grind him to a pulp. Well, we might as well add the juice to Why it. Right? Why are you Why trying not? to piss off our muscle? I, I mean, Why are you intentionally trying to piss off the muscle? Well, I, I, I got a thought for you, boss, since we're up in the bar a little bit. Why don't we up it even higher than an electrified match? There there is one match higher than that. Four simple words. (laughs) Hell in a cell. Damn. Joey Leroy, if you're listening, 
You have really so barked up the wrong die, tree with these So we're gonna die. Because they don't just want to hurt you. They they don't just want to humiliate you. They want to end you. You 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 picked. You should have gone after other people. Seriously. Ugh. All right. Well, hell in the cell it little, is, Morgan. My little mix of cousins, Juan the Revelator, wanted to say hi. Juan the Revelator. Don't you mean Jose? Jose, Juan, come here, dude. Si, senor. <laughs> oh, he does it. He does what say more than up? Just, see. Oh, my word. <laughs> <laughs> right, get back on. Uh, Oh my god Put the bottle down dude Alright So thank you John I'm going to bring on Bring on our next caller ladies and gentlemen He is defending The Powerball Championship Against Uncle Frank tonight He is the one and only You take a model man Watch him become a god Watch people catch the roll Johnny Platinum. Good evening, Johnny. Good evening, Lord Amadeus. How's it going? It's going fine. Going fine. Uh, so tonight you defend the Powerball Championship against Uncle Frank, um, one of the four opaque brotherhood members. And as a collective, the four of them have been on a tear. You, you, you in recent weeks, you, you did not, you've had, you've can't have, blah, 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 blah. Actually, last week you destroyed Joey Leroy. Forget that. I was going to go somewhere else with that. But anyways. Yeah, you know, and, and, and when I get a second, I do want to talk about that a little bit because I heard you guys just talking about him. <laughs> yeah, oh, we'll ahead. let you weigh in. We'll let you weigh in on Joey here in a second. But let's talk about the Opaque Brotherhood as a whole real quick. Have you been Have you been impressed by what they've been doing? And are you any worried at all about Uncle Frank tonight for that Powerball Championship? Well, Uncle Frank is uh, – uh, it's hard to tell what he is, really, because he doesn't say anything. Um, um, but uh, he's definitely dangerous. I guess that makes him even more dangerous, not knowing exactly what thoughts are going through his head, if any thoughts at all are going through his head. So uh, I don't know. I saw a little bit uh, after after a recent loss and uh, – know what to make of that but uh nonetheless i'm not going to let that get in my head i'm going to go out there and, and and do what i do best and and hopefully defend the powerball title 
Johnny. What's up, Morgan? So a uh, piece of advice for you when facing him, because I have faced him quite a few times in quite a few different situations. Right. Focus on your game plan. Oh, absolutely. Regardless of whether absolutely. he says anything, shows anything, your game plan is what got you the title. Absolutely. Don't try to ad-lib based off what he does. Stick to what no got you the title. No doubt about it. Well, thank you very much for that. You're welcome. I'll definitely, uh, I'll, I'll definitely keep that in mind, no matter how the match is going, you know, because uh, the way I see it, it's not over until uh, until the one, two, three's been counted. So, but uh, right. I'm I'm pretty sure I can walk out of this one the winner. All right. Well, good luck to you, Johnny, uh, defending that Powerball Championship tonight. So, you wanted to comment on Joey Leroy. I did. I, I, you know, I heard you guys kind of talking about him, and, and to be honest with you, I'm kind of surprised he's even walking right now after what I did to him. Um, the last time I saw him, they were still peeing, peeing, Jesus, uh, peeling pieces of burnt flesh out of the tech area after I threw him violently into it, amongst the other things I did to break him apart. So the the, the fact that he's even here right now uh, actually kind of slightly impresses me a little bit. Unless he's just, uh, unless he's just even more stupid than what I originally thought. I'd lean towards stupid, wouldn't you, Morgan? Oh, probably. Th- there's no lean. <laughs> I-, I would bet the casinos on stupid. <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> I think that was pretty realized. obvious. Yeah, it is. I'm also facing him in the arsehole of the month tourney, and uh, I'm adding a little bit more salt to the wound there as well. So. Um, I'm going to enjoy that too. <laughs> well, and, and and like I said, it seems like anytime Joey messes with Kindred, it, it doesn't get him anywhere. All it does is get him beat, get him beat up. Unfortunately, for some stupid reason, he keeps getting back up and coming back for more. How long do you think it's going to take us to finally to take Kindred? Finally, to just end him and, and and be done with him once and for all. Okay, I realize I I made that a general question, <laughs> and that our, okay. there are several members of Kindred here, but they didn't all have to speak at once. So I will start. I will, I will start with uh, Bubs. What the hell did I say? I don't know. What did you? Were you weren't oh, you one of the people? That, what was the question again? <laughs> what do you have? What are we gonna? What do? You, what is Kendrick gonna have to do to get rid of Joey Leroy once and for all? Bad thing is, is he's too stupid to stay down, like Sophia said. I mean, and he's just dumb, and he keeps coming back after us. I mean, how many times do we have to kick his ass? Period. All right. So, in other words, you're saying you don't think we'll ever be rid of him because he just—he's too stupid to uh, give up. All right, Morgan, what are you th- what what are you saying? Because I think she's having technical difficulties. Well, no, I'm not. <laughs> you never know. At the end of that match next week, I might just shoot his ass. <laughs> but he's, uh, 
and I'll Johnny, come I'm, back if I blow both his fucking kneecaps out. Johnny, any any parting thoughts for Joey Leroy? Because I'm kind of tired of talking about him now. I think Mordrin pretty well covered it there. I, I don't I don't foresee him surviving Mordrin. <laughs> so I, I think it'll be over with after that. Let's hope so. Because good lord, I don't know how much more of that voice I can stand. All right. <laughs> with that being said. I'm gonna bring bring on our other. Oh, oh some, did I miss ahem. something? What ahem? You missed someone. I'm getting to the, who? The one that ahemmed you first. What's that? Do it again. <clears throat> oh, mama! <laughs> Go ahead, mama. You had something to say. <laughs> Yeah, I think just one more, Jim said, we need to shoot him to get rid of him because he's n- not smart enough to stay away. It, it is amazing how he, he, he continually gets his ass kicked by us, by Kindred, yet he will not shut up about us. He's almost like our PR guy, although I, you know, I don't, I don't know if I'd want him as a PR guy. But Yeah, I mean, and he uh, even knows I things about a- us that most other people don't know about us. Come join Kindred. No, anyways. I'll, I'll put it this way. <laughs> this gives you an idea of the mindset of that paint eat, chip eaten Muppet. A couple weeks ago, I faced his stablemate in a, an amazing match. I will give my hat fully off to Enforcer Pain on that match. At the end of the match, I picked up my tire iron and I straight right in front of his own stablemate told him. I'm going to hurt him. And his own stable mate didn't even have his back and stood back. <laughs> that should tell you everything. Indeed, it should. Joey, you say you have people, but I'm not seeing who those people will be. Uh, so it's I think you may be on your own, and you had definitely bitten off more than you can chew. Okay, enough for the Muppet Show. Okay, I'm, 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 yeah, tired tired of talking about the Muppet. It's time to bring on another Kindred member. I have a question first. Okay. I have a question first. Who made the je- green Jello out of tequila? Well, Jello makes tequila. Morgan, stay away. Morgan, stay away. This is my master. Here, Morgan. Here, Morgan. Have some jello. Oh, crap. (laughs) Ref, nothing. I'm just going to eat the rest of this shit. Uh, No. (laughs) Save some for the match. Oh, God damn it. You should have told me after the match then. What do you mean you're done? (laughs) I said that afterward. Okay. Uh, God damn it. I guess after you guys are done. Ugh. I'm gonna. Well, uh, I, okay. I need somebody to put their head between my boobs to get rid of the hiccups. John. No, my daughter, you cannot. Not if it's made with tequila. Let's bring on the one and only. You're not in pain. You're not alive. Sick of being broke, can't pay for shit. 
gentlemen, he is Fred Starr joining us. Good evening, Fred. Good evening, L.A. How you doing? Now, we've all been picking on Joey Leroy, but I'm going to ask you about something totally different because you have a... <laughs> Because we all know what you think of Joey Leroy. You're just going to add to all the fun. Uh, but you've got actually a, a different match tonight against uh, something. Uh, rumors are, rumor has it that uh, a certain group ind- group of individuals is looking to come into RAWF to challenge Kindred. Uh, one of them has already been signed and he has his debut match tonight against you at Tropical Aggression, that being Bone Dog. The group I'm referring to is the Death Row Crew. Uh, so if the rumors are true, you have a chance to fire the first shot. How important is that to you and to Kindred that you uh, beat Bone Dog tonight, if that's the case? Well, to me, it's important. Real important. First shot's fired, hell, it could be starting a war. And it, I mean, if you were, if you are to def- defeat Bone Dog, I mean that would be pretty, pretty, pretty. Uh, would be a pretty good statement to make, you know. And, and I don't mean to say say you're you're below average or anything like that. Be, but in Kindred, you know, you've got Griffith and you got Mordron. You're kind of like the right, first right. line of the first line of defense. I'll say I right. think that's because, that's about right when you say the first line of defense. You got to uh, be somewhere in the group, you know. That's how I look yeah. at it. You got to be somewhere, and why not? You know, I don't mind being the first line of defense. I'm going to beat his ass, plain and simple. I'm all fired up for this match, and he's not going to come out walking very straight because I'm just going to beat the living hell out of him. I'm not going to cut anything short to him. He's a hell of a competitor. We really haven't faced each other much. So I get nothing but respect. But I'm coming out. He's going to be facing the impact player, the voice of insanity, the one and only Fred Starr. And I look at it this way. I'm not going to back down. I'm going to give it everything I got, and he's going to get what's coming to him. The first shots fired are going to be from Fred Starr at Bone Dog's head. Nice. I like I like that. I like that attitude. So yes, Fred, good luck to you tonight. Uh if if indeed the DRC does plan to come in in Moss, as from what I'm hearing reports are, they are in you know, I've gotten I do have some contract negotiations underway with several members. Uh if they are do sign in Moss and join Bone Dog, uh you know, not to say that they're going to be, I don't know what's going to happen, but it could be a kindred versus DRC. Mordren, your thoughts on a possible um, possible feud with the DRC? Well, I've known a lot of them in different venues for a lot of years, so it's definitely not going to be, it's not a Joey Leroy situation, I'll put it that way. Uh, they are very tough. You know, take nothing away from them. But at the end of the day, we are the top of the food chain. Fair enough. We will find out. Fred has a good chance tonight to make a statement on Kindred's behalf. Uh, Might even, I'm sure DRC will be watching uh, 
the match between Fred and Bone Dog. We will find out what would happen. What will happen, Fred? Thank you very much and good luck. Um, that being said, let's talk about another group in R.A.W.F. I'm going to get back to them, the Opaque Brotherhood, who have been absolutely lighting it on fire, uh, at least record-wise and points-wise in R.A.W.F., Mordren. I'm sure you keep tabs on all this. Uh, up until last night, or as of last night's rankings, uh, in their matches, they were a combined 30-2 and two record. The four of them, and two, and the two of those, those two losses came from the same person, Knox Boogie, meaning that Uncle Frank, Killer Neptune, and Paragon were all undefeated going into going into their ninth match. Impressive to say the least. Oh, without a doubt, it's impressive. Uh, Any time, and I've said it before on on these programs here, that I take nothing away from the competitors they are. All four of them, actually, I've faced off all four of them recently within the last month or so, are all tough as they come. So, I mean, of course, I'm watching anyone that could be a possible threat. I'm watching the guy ranked number 25. <laughs> well, actually, but the, the, the truth is, if you get past Griffith and retain your World of Weight Championship... The, the the truth of the matter is, looking at the rankings, it's probably going to be either Killer Neptune or Paragon that would go on to challenge you at Cataclysm, uh, because those two right now are number one and two with a bullet, and I don't see too many see anyone catching either one of them. So with that being said, Mordrin, do which one poses a greater threat, if either? I wouldn't say so much of a greater threat in terms of the fact that they both pose different threats. So in terms of that, I mean, you never know. They've both been on huge roles. Paragon, of course, defending his championship tonight. Could there be a banana peel on there? You never know. So, I mean, it's really simple that one of them could slip on a banana peel and the other one get knocked off in the contenders match. I've been on the losing side of that before myself, so not, not to not to talk bad on them. Just I've I've been there. I, I've been the number one with the bullet. No one's going to catch me and lose the contenders match. So. All right. So at anywho, did you? We, we will see. I, I mean, the, as I said, the rankings are not complete. I could be possibly wrong, but it, look, just looking at the first eight matches, I don't see anyone killing, catching Killa and Paragon. It will most likely be the two opaque brotherhood brothers going at it for the number one contendership, uh, which will be very but, interesting indeed. Uh, and of course, whoever would that. Whoever wins that match will go on to Cataclysm, ladies and gentlemen. Cataclysm coming to you live from the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada, a city Mordron knows very, very well. Uh, <laughs> My home away from home, baby. Vegas, baby! September 17th, ladies and gentlemen. Here is I will post the pay-per-view poster in the chat for you all to take a good look at. Uh, that one came out pretty good, I think. Cataclysm coming to you live from the T-Mobile Arena, September 17th. All right. Um, With that. Um, um, I have a comment. In order right. to keep Mordred from killing Johnny, 
Johnny can't go to Vegas. Why can't Johnny go to Vegas? You don't give me an idea. What the? F- Did he, can it? Can oh can, no, he he can go to Vegas. They'll just be escorts with my daughter at all times. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I I know pretty much every preacher down there. I've been there enough times. <sighs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, I, we've been talking a lot about him over the last recent last few minutes. Let's bring him on. He has des- decided to join us tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Here's your reigning RAWF national champion and current number one ranked wrestler in RAWF. He is. A hit play. Gentlemen, the Paragon of Greatness joining us, movie star and wrestler extraordinaire. Good evening, Paragon. Good evening, Ramadeus. So, here we are in Mexico. We've been talking a lot about you, as I'm sure you've been listening. Uh, let's, start with, let's start with tonight. You've got a big match, of course, once again challenging the Immortal Griffith to a championship for like the fourth or fifth pay-per-view in a row. Um... First of all, I mean, has the luster worn off of this for you at all? Absolutely it... not. You know, you know I'll, I'll right. tell you why it, why it hasn't, okay? It's, it's because if I were to give up going after Griffith, then that's basically giving up. I, I have to. I have to keep trying until I pick up that win. Because if I don't, then it proves that I'm not in that same tier of a Mordron or a Griffith. And a lot of times, you'll talk about Nari WF the top wrestler, and you'll mention a Mordron, you'll mention a Griffith, sometimes a Paragon of Greatness will be in that conversation, sometimes he won't. And I feel like I'm never going to earn my proper place in that conversation until I finally get over this hill, and I'm going to keep trying until it happens. And we know you can do it, because you have defeated Griffith for a title in recent months. You were the one who upended him for the Superstars title just a little while back, but that was not on pay-per-view. On pay-per-view, your record against him, oh, and what have you, um, I don't believe you've ever defeated him on pay-per-view. Am I right? I believe that's true. I don't think that I've beaten Griffith at pay-per-view. I don't understand it. It's some sort of curse. Perhaps Mexico will finally be the location where this curse is reversed. Now, last night on this show, we had a person come on and, you know, was was kind of very, I don't want to say whiny, but, you know, okay, he was whiny about not being able to beat Griffith uh, and, and that he had given up. You, do you ever see yourself being like that if you continue to lose to him? 100% no. That's not who Paragon of Greatness is. I go out there every single week, and I try to inspire the fans. I try to show the fans that there's somebody out there, a hero that they can stand behind. And if I were to go out there and to just fall off the horse and not get back on, 
what kind of message would that send to the fans? What what kind of message would that send to myself as a human being that I can't do this, so I'm just going to, to give up. I'm going to resign myself to being not as good, to being lesser than? No, never. All right, Paragon. Well, Good luck to you against Griffith. It would be it would be definitely a niche in your cap if you were able to re- to get a hold of that men's title to add to the national championship. Speaking of the national championship, defending that against John the Revelator tonight in in Mexico, uh, you know John John's been on quite the terror himself, but you have been you are on a streak quite quite the role. Uh, especially when it comes to that national championship. Your thoughts on your match with John tonight? You know, I'm not going to take anything away from John. I think that he has every bit of a chance of beating me. He's just as serious of an opponent as Griffith. I've devised a bit of a strategy for John that I think that will work, especially here in Mexico. You know, I intend to bring lots of alcohol to the ring, and hopefully that will distract him. And um, otherwise, I feel like most mostly it's just going to be a situation of, I have to take each map one at a time, focus on it, determine my strategy. It's a different strategy against both opponents. You know, John, very credible. I think that I can do it, but I'm not going to just give myself a guaranteed win. And, of course, that's not, the, national cha- the national championship, not the only thing on the line, Paragon, is I do I, – I, you know, I I don't know about the ninth, tenth, and eleventh rankings match, but I know going you were eight zero going into going into last night's rankings. So this match possibly has a number one contendership for the world heavyweight title on the line as well. If you were to lose, it might allow, say, even John, who's right up there, to to sneak in possibly. Uh, but I mean, does that weigh in on weigh in weigh on you at all as well? There is a lot of pressure, and I'll tell you why because. You haven't counted those rankings matches yet, but I have, in fact, won all of them. I am 11-0 and in this extended month. You know, 12-0 in a long month, that's that's a historic feat in itself. I, I would love to do that. There is some pressure to get there. You know, myself, my brotherhood, compatriots, we've been working very hard this month, and the rankings, you know, some people don't take them as seriously as we do, but, you know, they're very important. This is the best company in the world. And if you're not taking all of your rankings matches very seriously, then what's the point? Yeah, I want to I want to touch on that because I did mention earlier after the first eight matches, the four of you combined, that being you, Killer Neptune, Uncle Frank, and Knox Boogie, were thirty and two, with three of you being undefeated. Now I know Uncle Frank did lose a match here recently on Superstars. You had to uh, calm him down after the match, but. I'm sure he's still going to be in that upper echelon. Uh, Knox Boogie with the only two losses, but still with a strong record and still in the top 25. What do you attribute to the sudden, just absolute dominance that the Opaque Brotherhood has demonstrated over the last month? There are some situations where you might get an easier opponent or, or, you know, a weaker schedule, but I wouldn't necessarily even call that what's happening. It's, the talent has always been there. You know, the people that have known us, like Mordron in particular, he'll, he'll tell you for years and years, the Opaque Brotherhood, all four of us are very solid competitors. Top tier people. I wouldn't necessarily put myself above any of the other three members, and I consider myself one of the best wrestlers in the world. That's how much I regard all of my brothers and Okay, your, your signal's fading a little bit, Paragon. Are you all right? Oh. 
My apologies. Is this better? That's much better. Thank you. Okay. Uh, I, I consider myself one of the greatest wrestlers in the world. I don't consider any of my brothers any lesser than myself. You know, I think that all of us top-level competitors, Knox Boogie, current rank, does not indicate the amount of wins that he's actually been doing. It. He, he lost his first two rankings matches since then, has gone undefeated as well. You know, the Opaque Brotherhood, right now we're sitting on top, and I think that this is something that you can anticipate being a regular thing, talking about how dominant the Opaque Brotherhood appears in rankings. Now, I mentioned earlier that, you know, the way it looks going into the first eight matches, it's going to be you and Killa Neptune for a chance at the World Heavyweight Championship at Cataclysm. Uh, have you two been discussing that at all? Is that way, has that been a, been a topic amongst uh, the Opaque Brotherhood? You know, we try our best not to think about things ahead in the future, try to focus one match at a time. You know, of course, that has weighed on our mind a little bit. I've I've faced Phil and Neptune several times, and most of the time I come out on top. But, you know, I'm going in against Griffith at this pay-per-view, and I'm hoping for a miracle. You know, sometimes the person who always loses will win. And I, if, if I go into this match with Griffith thinking that I'm going to be able to win, then I certainly can't go against Phila thinking that he can't win. You know what I mean? I, I have to take it very seriously. I think that he's taking it very seriously, you know. Phila honestly is a more accomplished wrestler in R.A.W.F. than myself. I can't deny that. He's been a Platinum Dragon champion twice. It could be one hell of a match. Alright. Real quick, Paragon, want to touch on the upcoming movie on Christmas? How are things coming for the promotion of the Inferior Five? I'm currently on a, a break this week for the pay-per-view on promotions. I, I'm getting getting a chance to relax in Mexico, take some time off, go you know, go to the beach, get a get a little bit of relaxation in before my match. Starting next week, I will be uh, going on the talk show tour. You'll probably see me on a couple of different shows promoting the movie. I'm really excited about it. I think that it's come along really well. We didn't have to do any reshoots, which we thought we might have to. Uh, Everything's turning out very well. I expect to see me on talk shows coming as soon as next week. Talk to me about Uncle Frank Paragon because he's been—he's he, a strange one. He doesn't talk, doesn't do a lot of talking. He lets his fighting talk for him, but he definitely—he's definitely filled with a lot of rage and, and emotion, as was apparent when you had to calm him down after a recent loss on Superstars. Uh, but what is it? Tell us something. Is there anything about him that we don't know that? You know, because it's, he's, he's an enigma, if you will. Well, there's a lot of things about Uncle Frank that I could get into that would would be, quite frankly, a little bit terrifying. Um, this month, you may have noticed that there was a, a bit of a story came out, the, uh, the starts of the origins of Uncle Frank. And I think that he intends to uh, allow this story to come out piece by piece um, on a monthly or weekly basis, I don't know, but he will be allowing the story of Uncle Frank and who he is coming out over time here in RAWF. You know, he's an unchained monster ever since Immortal when we got rid of Daryl White, his manager. I've been trying my best to keep the monster under wraps, but, you know, sometimes his rage gets out. He's a very scary individual, but he's ultimately, he's really a nice guy. You just don't want to get on his bad side. 
talk to me about Knox Boogie. Now, there's somebody he, he's he's definitely different from the other three, from the the rest of you. He seems to have a more dark, foreboding sense to him in a way. He's very cryptic, uh, you know, very dark. What 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 role does he play in the Opaque Brotherhood? Well, I would give you to the story of the Greek mythology, the, the three brothers, Poseidon, Zeus, and Hades, drew straws for what lot they would control in the world. One got the heavens, one got the earth, one got the hells. Nox Boogie is our Hades. Nox Boogie is the Messiah of morality. He is, he is the man that wants to go out there and teach everybody the folly of their ways, teach everybody what they've done wrong, and judge them as a lake of fire. Yeah. That, I like that, the, the whole Greek mythology, but where does Uncle Frank fit into that? Is he the Kraken? I would say he's more along the lines of a Titan. Alright, fair enough. Fair enough. Well, Paragon, good luck to you and the rest of the Opaque Brotherhood. Of course, uh, Killing Neptune and Uncle Frank challenge apex for the world tag team championships uh how 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 well do those two mesh as a team is killer neptune is killer neptune have enough influence on uncle frank to keep him focused you know i think so they've proven it in the past they are the team that wants to be thrown apex i feel like if anybody can do it it's going to be them if any might to do it it would be tonight. They're facing each other. They've got several high-profile matches they're going to be focusing on. You know, Phil and Frank are the classic thunder and lightning duo of a tag team, and they've got a lot of chemistry together as a team, and I feel like this could be their night. We will find out, Paragon. Good luck to you, sir, on all your matches, and good luck to the rest of the Opaque Brotherhood. We'll be talking to you soon. Uh, and uh, have fun promoting the movie. Uh, have fun on vacation here before you go back to on the promotion tour next week. Paragon of greatness, ladies and gentlemen, your reigning national champion, movie star extraordinaire. And uh, we're going to take a quick break here to plug that uh, movie. Uh, you got somebody standing here waiting, waiting on you. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. And why am I hearing an echo? I don't know. All right. Well, let's bring on the one and only. I got my daddy's attitude and my mama's temper. I got you spinning and thrilling. I'm like a light show. Bang, bang. It's like I'm going up around you and I'm something you never seen before. You know what you want some more. I got you feeling I'm chilling. That JJ beat we be feeling. And I'm a light. Rotten than a diamond. With the flash, fast, heat, lightning. I make your body hotter. Yeah, they call me Mother Prima Donna. Changing the game. Make it just rain. Yeah, they say. When it's fun, fly, you know it's me that's coming at ya. Ladies and gentlemen, Bubs's lovely daughter, Georgia Firecracker. Good evening, Firecracker. Hi, LA. How are you doing? 
uh, escaped away from the husband and the child. <laughs> take, take a little break. You two, you haven't been able to relax since we've been down here in Mexico, huh? Been too busy taking care taking care of the two kids, meaning your husband and, and the baby. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and how how is little Leia doing? She is great, growing like a weed. Oh goodness! And uh, hopefully, rabbit's not growing like a weed, is he? Uh no he's um no he's going to get hit with a bat if he don't change his ways. Oh cool, good to, good to hear that you good to hear that uh, marital bliss is still hap- alive and well in your household. Uh so with that being said, <laughs> uh I know you I you took it a break from him but you do have a match tonight against Disrag. Do you have any thoughts about that? Uh, I'm going to literally ring him out and take him bye-bye. Use him, maybe use him as a burping towel for Leia? Oh, definitely. <laughs> see, see if you got to come up. <laughs> I, I, I got to say, nicely put there, Firecracker, on your first comment there, because that's probably one of the most original ones I've heard you say in terms of talking about an opponent. Very nicely put. Very nicely put. Well, good luck to you. Good luck to you. You actually are not looking too bad as far as your record goes. Now, rankings points, because you did miss the first couple, you're probably not going to get in the top 25, but your record's not too bad. I believe you're 3-1 and one last I looked. So... Not bad at all. So uh, I take it. I take. I take. I take it. Your long-haired, long-eared husband is nowhere to be found tonight. We're not going to hear from him. No, he's on baby duty. <laughs> Good. Thank God. Uh. <laughs> oh, did I say that out loud? Sorry. Uh, but anywho. Oh goodness! Uh, can you get get your mother some coffee? Because I think that 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 Jello has really she, she's getting worse. She 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 had to, she stumbled to the bathroom a few minutes ago. Bubs, Bubs. Yeah. I, I yes. got some, I got I got some Mexican c- coffee here for you. You need because I need you to sober no, up. No, more Jello. No more Jello. Period. Yeah, name more tequila jello. No. This is, no, you know about tequila and you. No. Now, Bubs, you cannot have more jello. Tequila, no, she's not. There's always room for jello. No, she Wait, can't because she said when they're done, I have it. <laughs> <laughs> she's already Look, said when they're done, I get it. I've so got it. I've I got it. Of it. I actually got enough Jello Mordrin to have, have for the celebration kindred party tonight. That trust me, we are going to have. We, there will be more than enough Jello for all of us. So right, just make, Jello, I'm good with that. Jello. <laughs> yes, yes, firecracker. Um, don't give mom any more tequila shots, please. No, it's, I, it's tequila. Oh, and mine and Raven's yellow. Do you want to run around the whole pay-per-view naked? 
John won't care. Okay, I think he would care about everybody else, okay? Wait a minute, John, did you get in the jello too? Because you're looking a little bleary eyed. What the hell? Hey, I'm a dad. Oh, I sure did. <laughs> now, now, you have some of that jello made without tequila, right? No. Hi, guys. Why? Why? Well, since my daughter is going Firecracker's to be there. Oh, she's not 21 yet, is she? No. Oh, uh. They call it a ring. I'd tell Bubs to order some regular Jello, but I don't think she. I I think she'd just purposely order some. I'll get. I will make sure there's some non-alcoholic Jello for Sophia. Um, I promise. Please, Thank you. Order vodka Jello. Oh my goodness! There you go, daughter. You get sugar-free Jello. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna take a quick, gonna take a quick commercial and song break. When we return, we'll be talking about some other topics that may not, may or may not be RAWF related. We'll find out. We'll be back in just a short minute. This is Tropical Aggression on Back to Basics Radio Network, RAWF. Ladies and gentlemen, today we face a threat unlike anything we've ever faced before. A threat so significant that no single superhero can save us. We're gonna need a team. Is it the Justice League? No. It's not in the budget. Maybe the Teen Titans? Sadly, no. We can't afford that either. Oh God. It's not the Suicide Squad, is it? We couldn't get any of the major heroes. As a result, we had to get the next best option. The Merryman. Genius level like you and a master of martial arts. There's just one problem. He's too physically weak to harm a fly. Awkward man. Super strength and speed underwater. But on land, as you might guess from the name, he could be more graceful. White Feather, the world's premier marksman. The problem, the smallest thing will scare him. The dumb bunny, as strong as an ox, and almost as smart as one. And finally, the blimp, capable of inflating himself and flying. Provided of course that he has a strong tailwind. Gentlemen, I bring to you the Inferior Five. You may be right. I may be crazy. But it just may be a lunatic you're looking for. Turn out the light. Don't try to save me. You may be wrong. All I know but you may be right. Warner Brothers Studios in association with DC Entertainment and R.A.W.F. Films bring you a film starring Paragon of Greatness. Christmas 2017. 
Like a small boat on the ocean Sending big waves into motion Like how a single word can make a heart open I might only have one match But I can make an explosion And all those things I did RAWF Tropical Aggression, ladies and gentlemen, live from Tijuana, Mexico, our first ever international pay-per-view just across the border, and uh, having a lot of fun here in Tijuana on the beach, having a lot of fun with Jello, apparently, uh, that was a, that was a b- little bonus, Bubs, just, uh, Bubs, get, someone get her some, Fred, get her some coffee, please, somebody, anybody, oh, I don't want no stinking coffee, Bubs. Yeah. Drink the fucking coffee. There's two of you. I don't want my only drink coffee. 
get in that. Oh, who, who let the chihuahuas in here? Who the hell let the chihuahuas in here? You know, Brownie came with me. He came to see his homeland. His oh, native land. He's a chihuahua. Oh, my goodness. Power. That dog. Did, 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 has that dog had a flea dip lately? Yes. Okay. And he hasn't been around Yeti. <sighs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. Come on, come on, Brownie. We'll have some coffee. You want some coffee? Sure. Oh, you want tequila in it? Okay. Oh, my goodness. All right, so, Mordrin, there's still a lot of matches left to go here at Tropical Aggression, and as I like to do, uh, I like to get your opinions when you're around here at pay-per-view time. So, uh, let's talk about the Platinum Dragon Championship match, Griffith defending against Davila. Does Davila stand any chance in this match? I mean, she is she is a form, she is my renegade buddy, uh, former tag team partner, a longtime tag team partner of mine. But I, being unbiased, does she have any chance against Griffith? Do I think she has a chance? Everybody always has a chance. She is an accomplished competitor, even though her personality is about the same as uh, that dish rag that Georgia Firecracker is going to ring out. In ring, she I will give her the devil is due there. She is solid. Do I think she's going to win? Not a chance in hell. All right. Well, that being said, she's also challenging the mighty Vuvu Zela, our estrogen champion, who is currently out in the chat. Hello, Vuvu. Good to see you. Uh, what are? How do you see the ma- the estrogen title match playing out between Vuvu and Davila? Uh, Vuvu has actually had a really strong hold on that title since she won it from uh, MD a couple pay-per-views ago. So I definitely, I think it's going to be a close match, but I do see Vuvu finding another way to win. That's what she's been doing. All right. Well, and, and you know, Vuvu did have a title defense just a couple weeks ago against Bubs and was successful. So you can't uh, you can't deny that she hasn't beaten anybody, to be sure. Uh, so we will find out. I do, I do, I do like, I do love me some Vuvu, and as an estrogen champion, she has been doing an awesome job, to be sure. Uh, let's talk about then a real quick. Let's hit hit the national championship match. We've we've talked a little bit about it. Paragon defending against John the Revelator. How do you see that match playing out? I actually see that coming down to whoever hits the last big shot. I mean, they are both, I've been in the ring with both of them, actually in, in the same electrified steel cage that I lost earlier tonight, and I've been in the ring against both of them in it. They are both double tough. So I really think it's, you know, compared to those, you know, two heavyweights in the middle of the ring slugging it out, and one finally gets a hook, and the other one just can't get up. That's where I see this going. All right. Fair enough. That one, for me, is too close to call. Uh, it is going to be one hell of a match between Paragon and John the Revelator. Uh, let's get your thoughts on Griffith versus Paragon. We've heard Gr- we've heard Griffiths, we've heard Paragons. Uh, what do you what do you does is Paragon event? Some I mean something's got to give eventually, don't you think? Does Paragon stand any chance of finally beating Griffith? I have, and I've said it before many a times. I have the utmost respect for Paragon as a competitor. 
but I almost compare it to the whole thing of trying to take that Midnight Hobo title from Mithras. There is just something about the two of them on pay-per-view. He loses. I don't know if it's something in the water he drinks beforehand. I don't know what it is. But if it's on pay-per-view, Paragon loses. He's beat my partner, and I have the utmost respect for my partner as well, but he's beat him on superstars. He's beat him in house shows. He's beat him on tournaments. Everywhere except pay-per-view. Which is where we are again. So I don't see it changing. Speaking of the Midnight Hobo Championship, Mithras, the title machine defending that Midnight Hobo Championship against Killer Neptune, who has been on an absolute tear in the last few months. He has, he went, he's undefeated last month, close to being undefeated last month, and is undefeated thus far this month. Does that momentum help him against Mithras, the title machine, on pay-per-view? Most times I would say yes. But as someone who actually challenged down to go after Mithras for that title, I don't see it. I don't see Mithras giving it up. Any other title match, I would say the momentum's a huge factor, but there seems to be some sort of mystique with Mithras and that title. Trust me, I tried to figure it out. I tried to figure it out hands on. And I was counting the lights. All right, and fair enough. That one is another one. I mean, these all these matches tonight are just incredible, too close to call for the most part. Um, but let's talk about the Fubar City Championship. Wild-Eyed Yeti, uh, the former World Heavyweight Championship, the champion defending against Black Widow Ecstasy, and Black Widow trying for her first R.A.W.F. gold after several months of trying. This is her first title shot. Uh Does Yeti have too much championship experience for Black Widow to overcome? Or will the fact that she has been extra hungry as of late, trying to get challenges for titles and failing, will will that put her over the edge against Yeti and the FUBAR C championship? I'd like to see Black Widow win it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I always love to see, you know, new people try, you know, make their mark. But you already said, I think too much big match experience, too much championship experience. So I think Yeti takes this. All right. We will see. Uh, No offense to Yeti. Do it for the Yeti and all that good stuff. I wouldn't mind seeing Black Widow finally get some R.A.W.F. gold. Triple Crown Championship. Money Sue. Wild-Eyed Yeti. John Taylor. Now, Yeti was on here last week. (laughs) He says his strategy is basically he and John are going to double team Money Sue and take him out. Uh, whichever one of them walks out as champ, you know, he was kind of vague about that. But, you know, does does Money Sue have a chance of retaining the title against those two? I sure as fuck hope not. <laughs> oh, shoot. You know, that being said, we all know that he can be a very underhanded snake. True enough. So, I I hate to say it, but as much as I would like to see him lose the title, 
I think he retains on a draw. Money Sue has always Money Sue knows the rules and has used them to his advantage in the past. So yes, I. Well, no, he doesn't I, I, know them very well for this title, but he learned them the hard way against me and uh, Michaela Doom. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. But he still ended up retaining the title despite that. Uh, multimedia Championship: Godric taking on the Beardy. And of course, you just got done with a match against the Beardy, where he took a title from you. And I, I well, did. He has been on an amazing roll, and I don't see it stopping. Advantage to the challenger, then? Definite advantage. I mean, you look at what he has done in the last month, both here in RAWF and, and abroad, making overall Hall of Fame the, first, the only person to date. And as it was said last night, we're almost out of challengers on the gauntlet division. And he's the only one to successfully complete that challenge. He just beat me earlier tonight in a match that I normally excel in. I don't see that momentum stopping. All right. Well, I, I, I have to agree with you. As much as, as tough as Godric can be, uh, this main, I don't see this being his night. We will find out. Um, let's talk about the Powerball Championship, Johnny Platinum versus Uncle Frank. We mentioned that earlier with Johnny and, and Paragon. Or Actually, we talked about Uncle Frank with Paragon. But who do you favor in this match, being completely unbiased? I think it really comes down to what I, the advice I gave Johnny earlier. If he stays to his game plan and he doesn't get rattled. Because, I mean, I've been in there with Uncle Frank, and when you're doing everything you can and you're not getting a response at all, when you know it should be hurting someone and they just look at you like you haven't done a thing, it's very Excuse unnerving. me, guys. Can I cut in? Sure, Johnny. I actually just won that match, so I, I successfully retained. <laughs> so, Morgan, well, who do you think won that match? No. Um, I think uh, Johnny Pat is going to win that match, actually. So, Congratulations. Uh, yeah, you know, I uh, I stuck to what Morgan said, played my game. I did make one kind of silly mistake, but luckily it didn't cost me, and I, I, I still I was still able to walk out the winner. So Uncle Frank definitely didn't make it easy. Well, congratulations, Johnny. You are still Powerball champion, and uh, hopefully Uncle Frank doesn't tear up the locker room because um, last time he lost, he was not very happy. So hopefully Paragon and Killa can uh, keep him under control after that loss. But congratulations, Johnny. Still our Powerball champion. So we have two results in. Uh one more match to ask you. One more match to ask you about Morgan, real quick. L. Vacant and Terrell the Truth Johnson against Judgment. I mean, we've 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 made a lot about that match over the last couple of weeks, and uh, but is, is does Judge have the cojones to beat the two of them, especially considering we're in L. Vacant's hometown? Oh, a he only has one. So the first part of that question is no, he only has a cojone. <laughs> he doesn't have cojones He only has one I will give him Credit for the fact that he's showing up to do this match 
unless something drastic happens, I don't see him beating two people. Period. If he gets thrown in jail, will you bail him out? Because Griffith has already stated he won't. Fuck no, I'm not bailing him out if he gets thrown in jail. We're in fucking Mexico. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Do you have experience in Mexico jails? I cannot answer that question. <laughs> because you don't remember don't or, or no, because – Never mind. I don't want to know. <laughs> there are some questions I cannot legally answer. That falls under one of them. Oh, and Black Widow now joining us in the chat. She drags, she drags an unconscious ref in, and she's glaring at Vuvu. Vuvu, she has been cha- trying to challenge you for that estrogen title. She has put out a challenge out there, if you are not aware. Um, but of course, you have you, ha- you. She is under no obligation to accept that challenge unless that's what she really wants to do. Uh, so, but Black Widow, and, of and course, these are the that I'd like to see her win it. Because of this aggression. Yeah. We'll mention about her title match earlier. Because of that aggression like right here. I mean, that's something I can relate to. Oh, and it looks like we have more breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. The Paragon of Greatness is still your national champion. Uh, let me let me see. Defeating John the Revelator. And yep, it is true. Paragon oh, Greatness, your national champion, which means, as he stated earlier, that means he went 12-0 and 0 in the rankings period, because that is his rankings match, uh, which most likely means he will be in the number one contender match. I mean, it, it almost it, it almost guarantees he's in the number one contender match for the World Weight Championship here in a couple of weeks on Superstars. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask you that if it was his men's title match or his national title match that was national count. It was his national account as his rankings match. So yeah, that's how uh, that will be twelve and zero for him in rankings matches for the period, guaranteeing him pretty much a spot uh, in the number one contenders match. So Paragon had himself a hell of a month. He still he, he did a, a, a defeat a defeat of Griffith would just be icing on the cake. But, I mean, that's a really big cake, I must say. So, congratulations, Paragon, still your national champion. John, are you there? John the Revelator? Yeah, I'm here. A little broken, but yeah, I'm here. What happened out there, John? Uh, He just, it was his night. That's all I can say. It was his night. All right, well... John, just keep keep on keep on trucking. I know eventually you'll get some gold back here in RAWF. You have been one a hell of a competitor over the last since joining a few months ago, and I mean, thank you very, thank you again for a great show against Periana Greatness. All right, wow. So, yes. Uh, just because I don't have the paperwork in front of me, uh, last month John was in the top twenty-five, correct? John the Revelator? Yes. Let me take a look. I'll make sure that you are correct, but I am almost 99% sure that you are. Because he has been in the top 25 just about every month since joining. Uh, but I will 
double confirm that real quick. Yes, he fit, he came in at number eight last, last this current rankings period. Well, then next week I would like to give him a shot at the Superstars Championship. All right. Damn. There you go, John. Morgan make Morgan so good he signs his own damn matches. See, not only is he going to face Joey Leroy in a Hell in a Cell, he's going to take on John the Revelator for his Superstars Championship. Signed, sealed, and delivered. Gotcha. There you go. Wow. Good luck, John. Good luck, Morgan. Which actually works because I technically run out of contenders for you. Since the person, the last person that was scheduled left to be the next Superstars Championship left the company. So that actually works out pretty damn good. Uh, And Superstars next week will come to you live from San Diego. We'll be in San Diego just... Just a little bit north of here, if you will, across the border. Uh, superstar, other superstars this this month will come to you: San Diego, San Francisco, Omaha, Nebraska, and Houston, Texas. Before we actually hit Las Vegas for Cataclysm on the 17th. So, a little bit of a western, west coast, western U.S. tour here over this next month. All right. Well, with that being said, damn, it's been a hell of a show. Had a good turnout. Had a, quite a few callers. Got to talk a lot. Uh, we got about 15 minutes left to go on the live show. So, got to do what we got to do. Fred, do you have anything to promote tonight? No, uh, I'm good. Don't want to right. it too bad. <laughs> something to promote back to back, you know. I know you were pretty shocked last time when I had something to promote. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Two two in a row would be just too much. Too much. To have, have some jello, Fred. Uh, All right. John, John? John the Revelator, you have anything to promote tonight? Alcohol. Yay! Oh, God, now he's eating the jello. I, I We leave some for the match, guy. Wait. Okay, this stuff is this stuff is pretty good, I must say. Um, Mama, you got anything to promote? Yeah, since we have some different listeners tonight than what we usually have on Saturday nights, if you're on RWF and you're interested in trying out for the gauntlet, please go in and sign up because we are almost at the end of the list and we'll be getting ready to give people a second shot at the gauntlet. But if you go in and sign up now, you'll get in before they get their second shot. All right, Mama, good stuff. Johnny Platinum, you have anything to promote tonight? Uh, well, we are in Mexico, and I know everybody's going to be partying. All I got to say is everybody be safe and get back to the States in one piece. Good oh, PSO. All right, Bubs, what do you got to promote tonight? Damn, this stuff's good. No, Federale. Hmm? She said Ooh, no federal rallies, no police. No, 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 no federal rallies. I, I, I heard okay, and and, and chimichanga to you too. All right, uh, Mordrin, what do you got? Federal rallies, the purple. 
just in case maybe you all have uh, been listening to this show as kind of a precursor on it and you haven't ordered the show tonight, pick up the phone, call whoever you got to call. We will not disappoint you. Myself, the immortal one, headlining the show, first time international. We are going to bring the show. We promise you that. And at the end of the dust, I will still be your world heavyweight champion before I go with the company on the western leg of the Boots and Blood Tour. Bank on that. All right. Ah. And also, ladies and gentlemen, as always, every Saturday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, next week we will have R.A.W. After Hours. Your tropical aggression results. We'll get them to you as much as we possibly can. Updated rankings. We'll talk more about Morgan's big night on Superstars, defending against John the Revelator and taking on Joey Leroy if there's anything left of him after John, John who now who, who's got some aggression to take, real aggression to take out, is done with him. Uh, do not forget, ladies and gentlemen, pillar to post every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and on Friday, Saturday, and Sundays at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, it's Big Dog Wrestling live on the Pillar to Post YouTube channel. Get over there and subscribe. Even if you don't have time to watch all the shows, you can subscribe and get in on a giveaway, a merchandise giveaway, once he hits 500 subscribers. Uh, last At last I knew... Bubs, how many subscribers did you see? How many subscribers he had tonight? When you were over watching Big Dog? I don't know. You're very informative. All right. Four hundred and fifty-four. Four hundred and fifty. Wow, nice. So only forty-six. We only need forty-six more subscribers for him to hit five hundred. Pillar to post, Big Dog Wrestling, the place to watch your favorite WU superstars come to life on WWE 2K17. It is a lot of fun, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of fun. Go sign up and watch and join and subscribe, please. All right. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to cut it a little short tonight and uh, take us out with a song. I'd like to thank everyone for calling in and all you awesome listeners for showing up. I know it's Sunday night and uh, very much appreciated. We will see you all Saturday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Back to Basics Radio Network for RAWF After Hours. Good night, everybody. Peace out. Adios.